Good afternoon, lightningesl.com. Story. Yes, I can find him a job. Yes, I can find him a job. Years ago, working in personnel, I was just working as a regular working in a personnel agency helping people get jobs. And how it worked in that time was basically applicants would apply like normal, and as an agency, you look at their application or resume and decide, well, this person's best suited for this or best suited for that. Now, I was new to the field in the sense that I'm just learning how to get people a job, how to cold call employers, things like that. Remember, at this time, decades ago, there was no internet. No. All there was the Yellow Pages, which is the source of information for companies, the products and services across Toronto GTA area the greater Toronto area. And my job, which was a small salary or draw plus commission, I had to get so many people placed in a job within a month, otherwise I'm gone as an employee. So I was fairly new to this. I was in the company maybe, I don't know, two months. I had some success, but like anything else, you never know who's gonna walk in the door. People from all different backgrounds, language skills, physical, mental abilities come in the door. You never know, you really never know. And the idea was, after I place you in a particular location to work, you have to work for a minimum of 30 to 60 days, depending on the contract. After the 60-day probation period is over, only then would I get paid. That's how it worked. So, like anything else, you never know who comes in the door, like I mentioned. This gentleman comes in the door with a suit and tie, and... He came to the front desk, talked to the receptionist. The receptionist told him, basically fill out an application to introduce himself. He had a resume with him, which is fine. And he said, go see Brian. So the gentleman came up to me and he said, Brian? I said, yes. I said, have a seat. Now the work worked in the office was he sat beside me. I'm facing forward. He sat beside me in a chair facing me. And at the same time this is going on, there's about 12 people in the open desk section, 12 people in the office. So I was towards the entrance, and my boss and his boss above him was to the back of the room. But again, it's an open desk section, which means you can hear everything. Who's talking to who, the expression in their voice, and so on. So I asked the gentleman his name. He told me his name. But that's it. That's all he could say. His name? Yes, sir and no sir, that's it. That's only English skills he had, language skills of any kind. So I said to myself, obviously there's a problem here, communication. How am I to communicate with this person? So in the far distance, I see my superior start laughing and the boss behind him is also laughing. And they were laughing so hard, you could hear noises coming out in the back of the room. And I was trying to talk louder to distract the noise coming forward from my boss and his boss. They went to the back of the room behind some kind of a door to continue laughing. And within the 10 minutes of this beginning of the interview, I got a phone call, inter-office phone call. I picked up the telephone and go, hello. And my boss said, Brian, get rid of this guy. Get rid of this guy, get rid of this guy. I said, why? He, my boss on the phone said, Brian, you will never be able to place this person anywhere. He cannot speak the language whatsoever. He's terrible. You're wasting your time on this person, applicant. He'll never get a job. He'll never stay in a job, etc. I said to myself, 
wait a minute, you never know what kind of person this is. You have no idea of his background, his history, nothing. He might be a walking encyclopedia on a certain subject and perfect for a job. So I said to my boss, wait a minute, give me an hour. He said, an hour? Somebody like this, you're wasting your time for an hour. I said, okay, give me 20 minutes. So he said, okay, I'll give you 20 minutes. Otherwise, get rid of them. It's you're wasting your time. So my boss was angry. He kept staring at me. He went back to his chair in the back of the room staring at me just to see what I would do. So basically, I told this gentleman, sit tight in my language. I don't know if he heard understood me. And he did. So I made some phone calls, made some phone calls. His specialty was transmission bearings, little black metal balls used in heavy equipment in factories and things like that. I looked at his resume and this guy, this gentleman had many, many years of working with this back in India, which is great. However, his English skills were very, very bad, very, very poor. But I said to myself, this guy is a walking encyclopedia. So I made some phone calls to Canadian Bearings, which is roughly in Mississauga, which is a large company, been around for 50 years, and introduced myself of my employment agency about this gentleman in front of me. And I told him right off the bat, right off the bat, this gentleman has a problem with English language skills. And the other end of the phone, the gentleman said from Canadian Bearings, don't worry, no worries. If he has knowledge like you say he does, that's all I need. I don't care about his language skill. I don't care how old he is. I don't care. And I said to the person on the phone, he says, really? He said, really, yeah. All I care about is a person who knows this stuff inside and out, backwards and forwards. Well, I said to this candidate in front of me, He's a walking encyclopedia, but his language skills are not the greatest for English. No worries, I have people working here from India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, all over Africa, you name it. We're like United Nations over here. We speak all different languages. I don't care what he is, black, white, polka dot. I don't care what his language is. This is the gentleman telling me this on the phone from Canadian Bearings. I said, okay, let me set up an interview. And he said to me, okay, Brian, can you have this gentleman come to my office, let's say in two hours? I said, listen, I said before, he has very poor English language skills. Doesn't matter, like I said. Send him over and we'll go from there. I said, thank you very much. I'll send him right over in two hours. Let me give him directions and we'll go on from there. The gentleman that came bearing said, okay. So I hung up the phone. I wrote down big block letters. It said, go to this address by three o'clock this afternoon in big block letters. I have a feeling he could read English, but he had a problem pronouncing and understanding basic conversation in English. So I did all this in big block letters. I handed it to him, and all he said was, yes, sir. Brian, yes, sir. My name is so-and-so. Yes, sir. And no, sir. That's all he said, like I said before. That was total his English language skills. But I knew this gentleman had an encyclopedia in his head about power transmissions and bearings, a walking encyclopedia. So I gave him this big, huge piece of paper with the name of the person to see, the address, and the time. He shook my hand, stood up. He said, yes, sir. And he walked out. And after he left, my boss came up to me and said, Brian, why did you waste your time on this gentleman? He can't speak English whatsoever. And I told this, my boss, his name was Tony. Can't remember his last name. I said, Tony, this guy is a walking encyclopedia of power bearings, transmission bearings. Everybody working in that company, I came bearings, had many cultures working in that company, and many people speak his language, and they don't care where he's from, he's black, white, polka dot, they don't care, I don't care, never did.
And that's all that matters, isn't it? And Tony says, yeah, we'll see what happens. See if you wasted your time or not. I said, okay, we'll see. So we had the interview, like I said, at 3 o'clock. I followed up with the phone call to the employer. The employer called me back about 4.30. He said, Brian, I want to hire this guy. This guy is amazing. I speak the same language that your applicant you sent to me also does. The same language. This guy is amazing. I'll never let him go. He's a fabulous candidate. I want to thank you so much for doing a second effort and believing this guy, even though his language, language skills are not the greatest. As well, I knew that from his resume. You can learn English, but you cannot relearn all over, all over again his knowledge of power transmission burning, which is exactly what you were looking for. So again, he said, thank you very much, Brian. I hope to hire more people from your agency. I said, thank you very much for your compliments. Thank you very much. I'll spread the word and hope to get more information for you, to get more candidates for your position over there and more people in your department. He said, thank you, thank you, thank you, about four times. Hung up the phone, and I told my boss this entire story. He couldn't believe it. And I told him, you never know. You never know who comes in your desk, in your front of you, as a walking encyclopedia of a certain product or service that could help this company get people placed here and there. Don't let English language skills deter from getting a suitable applicant for a job. That's the key, because you never know who walks in the door. My story. Yes, I can find him a job. Thank you very much for your time. This is lightningesl.com. Bye-bye.